Hey, guess what day it is? It's Thursday. Hey, guess what show it is? KOL show. Hey. Is it really Thursday? I'm Jake. Yeah, I'm Riff. For all they know, it's Thursday. I'm Hot Stuff. For all I know, I'm Hot Stuff. We're, we're the only keepers of the secret know. of the Wednesday night recording. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. All, the, all the future people are listening to our past selves, except right now, from our point of view, it's our present selves. Yeah, but I mean, what you just said was in the past yeah. at this point. Ugh. I mean, it takes some time for the stuff to get from your ears yeah. to your brain, so you're only ever perceiving <laughs> the past, right? That's true. That's and I'm, very true. I'm only ever talking to future you because... I'm thinking and saying something, and then it takes time for the sound to travel. Oh, yeah, so, so confusing. Yep, this is fucked up, guys. Yeah, this isn't gonna work. Let's I don't think we can up. do this show anymore. Let's just go home. <laughs> Wait, you are home. Sweet. Well, I guess you don't live. <laughs> Let's in just this, go to sleep. <laughs> you don't live in this fortress of fortress of no sound bounce. <laughs> fortress of sounditude. Uh, what have you guys been up to? Uh. Let's see, this is the KOL show, so I can't say Skyrim. You can say Skyrim. You can do whatever you want. Skyrim. Zanmator wrote into a <laughs> Zanmator wrote into Radio Bugbear actually and said so dot 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 Skyrim period. Thoughts question mark? Pretty uh, good. Tune into uh video games hot dog, which will just be thoughts. nine hours of talking about Skyrim. Yeah. Let's just call it Skyrim hot dog. <laughs> That's effectively what it's gonna be. Um I didn't play any Skyrim. I, uh, that's right. I flew in an aeroplane. You I did. was Ooh. in the sky. I was on the cool. rim of the you sky. Got a, you got your rim job. <laughs> you joined the Mile High Rim Job Club. <laughs> um, that's what it means to play Skyrim, right? Because that is literally all I've been doing. I, I Video game? <gasps> yeah. What? <laughs> um, I, went to a, I went to a KOL wedding. I went oh. to a non-KOL wedding. Wow. I did not know that wedding was a KOL wedding. No. Yep, it was uh, Keldar and Killer Zombie Monkey. Oh, cool. They were all like, let's tie the knot. Well, congratulations, you guys. Yeah. Uh, it was it was fun. There were a lot of KOL folks there. There were some non-KOL folks there. There were some zombie fingers. Yeah, I was surprised that you didn't dress up like a zombie. I, uh, here's, my, here's my take on zombie costumes. Yeah. Uh, if you don't do it right, it's not worth doing, and there's no way I'm going to do it right. Hmm. Okay. That is my Do you just not believe in latex? Uh, I mean, I believe it exists. I'm okay. allergic to it, so I, that's why I can't wear condoms. But, oh. um, there are non-latex condoms. Yeah, I'm allergic to those, too. <laughs> You're allergic to sheep guts? Yeah, and uh, polyethylene. Polyethylene and um, sh- uh, fish bladders, that kind of thing. Polyvinyl. Poly- I, I can only use polystyrene condoms. <laughs> well, it's fucking that, economical. Well, I just... Uh, make that fucking economical. They are pretty <laughs> economical. Economical, yeah, economical fucking. fucking yeah. Uh, so I can I can use uh, sodium lauryl sulfate condoms, which they don't actually do anything. They, they just, just make, make it s- feel like you're protected. <laughs> and they, they make it taste like uh, orange juice. Yeah, it makes it so that, it makes it so you can't uh, eat drink orange juice for a while after you blow someone. Oh, you can. It's just really uh, gross. Uh, yeah. So that was what I, yeah, I was gone for a lot of this week. Uh, we had our, we had our KOL staff meeting today and I was like, Hey, I've uh, done zero, <laughs> zero things since uh, the last KOL staff meeting, all this travel and all this Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been pretty good about getting, getting my work done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, well, except last night cause the, uh, when I went to do work, the internet was down. You were like, Oh, so looks, like said, yep, looks like it's Skyrim. Looks like it's Skyrim night. Jesus wants me to play Skyrim <laughs> for the next 17 hours. So yeah. Skyrim doesn't require you to have an, an internet connection. Nope. How many hours you got in Skyrim? Oh, I couldn't say offhand. Fair bunch. Oh, because you don't you have, can't count that high. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't but know. Uh, but also, I've been I've been trading off with my friend who's also playing. So, yeah. hot uh, seat games. Yeah, kind of hot seat. Uh, yeah. 
So it's not available for the Mac, but I heard somebody got it to work on a... Notch got it to work on, I think, a MacBook Air running boot camp. Huh. Wonder if that's, I wonder if it's actually pleasant to play or not. He said it was tolerable frame rates, but who knows? Yeah. I mean, for me, that might be awesome I mean, frame he rates. Thinks, he thinks two pixels or two voxels per person is a, a, an acceptable <laughs> resolution. So, <laughs> uh, Let's do KOL questions. Okay. We do Radio Bugbear. If you guys want to do Radio Bugbear. I'm down with you guys Radio, want to do radio Bugbear. Bugbear. There's sure. Radio Bugbear questions. Stetherill says, what do you think of allowing clans to have malls with the meat from sales going straight to the clan coffers? I hate it. It sounds like work. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad idea. Make a guy, make an, an account that is uh, Cersei Nem's Mall Man. Um, and then have that guy have a mall store whose profile says, I am Cersei Nem's Mall Man. You can definitely, I mean, you could definitely do it via, you know, an additional account or somebody, you know, a mall manager or Stevens something. Stevens Malkmus. But the idea of a... Mall Musk clan mall store if you're in clan whopper you can have a mall ted milk balls <laughs> multi ted milk balls a mall a mall ted, ted, milk, ted balls. milk balls <laughs> <laughs> malted milk multi since you can't get cash back out of the stash I, I i'm in favor of that because it would theoretically sink more meat okay sure so i like that idea uh, i guess We'd have to we'd have to make an interface for you to say, oh, now I'm now I'm doing doing the clan the hall mall, the Paul mall. <laughs> if you're in a clan called the Paul Bearers, you can have the Paul yeah. mall multi. Could a we'd have to rewrite the mall clan scripts clan to but toast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, good. good. <laughs> Finish your sentence. Yeah, I don't know how we. I don't know how we'd handle it, and I don't think we. We definitely wouldn't want to have two different malls. Uh, we could do. We could make auction houses that are based out of clan st- storage. Ah. Mm. Uh, Stanley writes, how about a leave kingdom option that would delete your player and put non-crap items into a weekly raffle like the exploiters? No. No, that is a bad idea. Uh, even allowing people to delete their accounts is a bad idea because that means the first time that your account gets uh, compromised or your little brother is the starts last pounding time. on the keyboard or yeah. your cat. Your cat deletes your account, deletes your account and then pisses in your mouth while you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we tried that years ago and it didn't work. Pissing Just in like everything else. Yeah. Sleeping. yeah. Well, no, that works, but it's not. <laughs> Um, it's not a good like sustainable practice in a relationship you can only do eventually th- you're going to get caught you can only do it three times before they get sick Demuckle <laughs> <laughs> uh, D- writes I feel like monsters stunned by certain attacks such as entangling noodles or a blu-ray should be much easier to hit while stunned I think uh, monsters stunned by a blu-ray should be much higher resolution <laughs> <laughs> much more than two blocks <laughs> yeah um so, yeah, I had have considered, like, I don't... The stunning is not consistent, <clears throat> right? Um... Because there are stuns that are just sort of keeping your opponent occupied, but they're still moving around. There are stuns where they're actually frozen. Oh, they're not narratively consistent, yeah. you mean? Yeah. Like, some of them, they're, like, let's say we, in, we create an item that the reason that your opponent can't attack you is because he's moving too fast. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, there's like, isn't there something where you like, they're like, they're occupied with like ferrets or something like. Occupied, yeah. Uh, it's called, uh, it's called Occupy Spaghetti Ferret, Golem. Ferret Feet. And it's uh, by the Ferret 4chan. <laughs> uh, they call it Fair-chan. Um, all right. We gotta, why are we, why are we using all of our A material in this podcast again? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, stunning is weird. And there's too much of it, and Hot Stuff doesn't like the way that it works. Yeah, I'm pretty it's like, dissatisfied. It's stun stack. Yeah. Uh, someone else writes, let me elaborate a little bit on what I was trying to say last time. One way to improve the documentation isn't to add any more content or game advice to it, just to make it more easily navigable. For example, let's take a player who thinks, I want to learn about combat. From the four links on the home screen, they have to click on main screen, then on statistics, which in turn has a link to combat. These links are in the middle of paragraphs. There's no clear indication that one of many links on a page will lead to a paragraph that just happens to contain a link to a topic they're looking for. Sure. So, would you rather just have an index of every topic? We could. I mean, yeah. Organizations. Could, I mean, it would be pretty easy to just pretty, make an index of every pretty topic. Pretty easy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even that could be just a fifth option on that first screen. A fifth navigation element, as it were. Yes. You could click on love. Uh, Mad then, Dog says, "How come there's a 37 ascension slash 37 hardcore ascensions tattoo? Eh, that's we never dreamed anybody would ascend that many times. Jeez." <laughs> Um, Maharito says, sure, hardly anybody plays anymore, but did you notice that getting the 10th score in 10th place in the game grid reverses the 2nd through ninth order? What? What? I don't... Getting the 10th score... No, getting the 10th place... What? Read the, read the statement again. Did okay. you notice that... Did you notice that getting the 10th score in 10th place in the game grid reverses the 2nd through ninth order? The 10th um, score in 10th no, place? No, uh, I think the reason that maybe we didn't notice that is because we didn't eat any of the peyote because you ate it all. I don't even... Crazy. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't either. Linguity Lad says, I was just at my first KOL meet, Columbus, and I had a really fun time and met lots of cool people. It would be cool if you guys could make it to the next one. Um, yeah, just didn't go. Nobody went to this one. Um, I guess Pez went. But uh, no, but none of none of the none of the OG staff went to this one. I went the last couple of years. I went, I've gone to about half of them so far. I have been to two or three, but one of them I didn't. I barely left my hotel room. Yeah, I was so sick. You had a swine flu. Mm-hmm. I drank my swine flu to death. I was like, take these pearls of uh, vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could maybe go next year. It's it's totally gonna depend on. All kinds of factors that I don't even know mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. There are a lot of factors. Uh, also, whatever happened to Don Pagasilis's clan that he was in? I don't know. That was a that was an like a sort of an S- pseudo NPC account from it? before NPC accounts were really standardized. Yeah, and they still kind of aren't. There yeah, are. There we haven't done. There are there are mandated NPCs that have special powers and stuff like that. They go on mandates with each other. Yes, the ghost <laughs> of the English language and the toot oriole. Yeah, it's funny because one of them is a ghost and one of them is a bird. Neither that's of them is a man. Hot. Are those still being? Uh, are those still Manned. being run? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I have not seen them. They're being ghosted. I've not seen them operated Burned. much lately, but they're from time to time. Hmm. Takenoka writes, whoa, I just fought a Goomba. I don't think I've fought a Goomba in years. Thanks, chicken crew. Here, are welcome. I finally made those alternate instead of just... Oh, nice. Oh, you did? Yeah. It didn't just upgrade? No. Um, of the Hill People says, dear chicken co, every goddamn year some shit goes down. Can't the kingdom catch a break? <laughs> it's a land of trouble and strife. You know, you know those video games where everything is great 
um, until everything is deleted. <laughs> oh yeah. No, there's there's video games where nothing bad ever happens and they're boring. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, Animal Crossing. Mm. But it's like you get uh, weeds. Something bad happened. I guess you get in predatory animal, in my game of Animal Crossing, and I quit playing. What, what happened? happened? Some some fucking rabbit won the flower festival, even though I had black and blue roses. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I quit that game right away. No. So wait, you had you had beaten your roses. <laughs> and you expected to somehow win had, some sort of flower I had, appreciation festival. I had, I had festival. bred all the all the special color flowers, and this this rabbit asshole just had plain old ordinary red and pink ones. So they you quit because Tom Nook, Tom Nook did not come around to your goth sensibilities. That's right. Yeah, f that Nook B. Uh, Senan says, "Will the new pathway be available soon?" Um, yeah, those I think have to be on time challenges yeah for them to be meaningful seasons yeah considering that we get three months to make them there's no real reason for them not to be well we spend we spend a a couple of days (laughs) sometimes yeah no the the idea with this one was that it should not take a lot of time and it it took it did the way that a fair bit of time the initial proposal for this uh was if I had done it, if I had had to do this on my own, I think I would only have restricted Mr. Store stuff. Um, but C.D. Moyer was like, ah, I think it's a better idea if we do all limited time stuff. And I said, okay, are you going to go through all of the items and do that? And he said, yes. And then he was like, fuck, why did I say I would do this? <laughs> yeah. And we, I mean, even with him doing it and then a bunch of people looking at it, there was still a bunch of stuff that was mismarked, like... You know, that's definitely going to be something that's going to have to iterate through a little bit. But theoretically, uh, moving forward, it should be more or less accurate. We'll have to to remember some, to mark some things. Yeah. As we spindle them. That'll be C.D. Moore's job in the future. Uh, OMG Holy Crap says, this is is an awkward question. It says, so are players who got their computers messed up going to get anything back from when the phishing scam happened? I, I don't think it is reasonable for us to give you anything other than a, an apology. Um, yeah, I mean, because we're really there's sorry. There's no but... way, I, yeah, I mean, it sucks that that happened to some people, but there's no way for us to tell. I mean, if somebody posted a link in chat to something that was a phishing site and you clicked on it, like, we we would also be sorry, but we also would not be. Yeah, this is more our fault than that would be, but... You know, because sure. this was an email from us. Like, is uh, yeah, it, it's it's a shitty it's a shitty situation, and I'm sorry, but like, no, it's it, this is not going to be one of those things that translate to translates to some in-game goodies because it's just it's a mess. Uh, Caleb the drunk says, "I have a question. When does the traitor come back in? We don't know. We never know. None shall know the comings and the goings. He's he's the wind. He's like the wind, or he he actually is the wind. Yeah." The wind only occasionally, like in the real world, the wind only occasionally manifests as a foreigner and trades you things for things. That's true. The wind speaks in Rot 13. Uh, Knockx says, would you guys add something new to the clan basement as a permanent thing in the future? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we will. Uh, Everybody's talking about the library and the forums. So so there's a thread or two about that. Grumble, grumble. And then I guess Scully decided to say the name of the library because he didn't know that that wasn't public information. So everybody knows that single word. Um, Yeah, man. I don't have a lot of faith in that idea anymore. Didn't go anywhere. Doesn't go anywhere. It could. I know. And Hot Stuff is about to say, but it's 99% done. I wouldn't say that. It's like Mm -hmm. one point negative one percent. 
done. It is so probably point, point 0.9%. 30% finished? No. That, I mean, that is just... That is so far from true that I kind of want to punch you. Thirty percent conceptualized. I thought. I mean, I thought that like there was an entire zone's worth of monsters uh, written. Yes, spindled and yeah, written. That is true, and that represents maybe one percent of the actual work okay. that it would take to get this thing launched. Like it's just all right. Yeah. Uh, Wembley Fraggle says that. What a good name. Uh, I don't know if you'll get to this in time, but I'm looking for clarification. Will open instances of the Haunted Sorority House close completely at roll, or will loot still remain distributable afterwards? Oh, and then he says, uh, never mind, I figured it out. I bet which I'm assuming he means he read the message in the clan basement. Um, so that, I'm pretty happy with that. The pretty way the clan closing thing. Closing it. Shutting that shit down. There was a lot of uh, support for your point of view in that forum thread. Yep. Paul BD says, is there any way we can use the hedge puzzle piece immediately after it drops off the hedge monsters? I'm thinking something like clicking on the item image taking you directly to the puzzle. I mean, people have asked for the ability to eat and drink things directly after they drop and stuff like that, and you've resisted that in the past. Yeah, I don't know why. <clears throat> I mean, now that now that we've got C.D. Moyer's wizardry, we could potentially do it, right? Yeah, Just, I mean, I, I guess... I'm going to continue to be curmudgeonly and want people to have to go to their inventory to do stuff with to objects. eat their sandwiches yeah and change uh, their outfits and things like that u9q5 says how did kol first start boy i don't even remember one of these days we should do a special uh a special retrospective what i do you not remember the first day that you sat down i do i do because you you had to draw stuff. Did you draw mm-hmm. stuff before you started writing coding anything? I believe I did. I feel like you had a sheet Maybe. of paper I that you I had like... a single sheet of stuff that I drew. Yeah, I remember I was dating that stewardess at the time, and it was like, it was. We did not. We weren't in the same town very often. It was only like a couple, a couple, like maybe one weekend a month that we were around, and I was like. Uh, so I know this is probably like a dick move, but I kind of want to like work on something right now. Could you entertain yourself for a while? She was like, okay. And I was totally fine. And then I just went in and I was like, yeah, I got this idea. I want to make something. So then I was like, clicky clack, click, clack, clack. That was, I was living in a place that had a dog. Uh, Tilly was the dog's name. She was a Doberman. Cool. Uh, there was a couch on the back porch where we would sit and smoke cigarettes like all day. Um, that was pretty much it. I think I had a Game Boy Advance. <laughs> trying to think of other things that were in this house. Uh, there was a garage. In the house? Yeah. It was weird. It's for parking the couch. So you're just going to list You're gonna list all the objects list, that list were around? Of, I think he had a television. Uh, I had an Xbox. I played Mech Assault sometimes. I had been playing a lot of... Uh, this is potentially actually relevant. I've been playing a lot of uh, Paper Mario. Yeah, you do uh, like small numbers. I do. I like small numbers, and I like combining uh, some noodles and a mushroom to make some pasta. Mm-hmm. A special snack. Uh, you know, I, I think, though, so, like, a lot of the time we will do, like, a we do a year in review uh, show where we just do, like, on, on this show, we just sure. read through the last year's worth of updates. Like, it might be interesting to do a year zero in review hmm. thing where I just, like, I try to piece together some stuff. Yeah. I I mean, so when you first put it together, it was just a website that had like a handful of things that you could click on on all on the same screen, right? Yeah. There was no map. Were were there panes? Were there separate separate frames? There were not. 
Okay. Right. So the, the chat would just update whenever you adventured or whatever. Like it wasn't like the reason that all the chat tables are called graffiti is because it was the, the chat was the graffiti wall. There was right. just a graffiti wall on the main page. Um, that people were using to chat. So I was like, ah, okay, this is chat. And then later on I had a job and somebody was like, Hey, you should just write like an Ajax thing to have that chat. It wasn't called Ajax at that point. No, it it? wasn't called Ajax, but the guy was like, you should look at this. And he sent me like a code snippet that was just like, this is how you make an XML HTTP object in JavaScript. And and then I wrote the new chat and it was the old chat, but that was like a year later. That was the old chat. No, no, no. That was, that was the same chat right now. That was L chat version, whatever. Um, I see. I eventually split it into frames and figured out how to make the, you know, the frames reload individually or whatever. Cause frames, frames rule. <laughs> I like the idea of that show though. I think that might be of interest yeah. to people. Cause I mean, there's announcements from then. I think it would be handy to be able to provide visual aids though. Sure. So I don't know. I'm all you... about giving all of our players aids <laughs> that you can see. We can post them. I mean, we can just like, we can record the show and then we can put screenshots in a forum thread that are like, this is the visual companion to hmm. to this podcast. And we'll say, click button number one now. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. We'll get one of those sounds from a book and record. It's time to turn the page. When you hear the sweet sound of Maximilian shooting a laser, turn to the next page in your black hole book and record storybook. Oh, yeah. I should, I should listen to that. Do you have a record player at home? I don't know. <clears throat> I think I might not have one that works. Mr. Wizard showed me how to make one out of construction paper and a needle. Yep. I had one of the, I, I made one of those when I was a kid, I think based on the same Mr. Wizard thing. And uh, the only thing that I ever played with it was the uh, that record that came in the newspaper that was that McDonald's uh, <laughs> Big Mac McDLT, a quarter pounder with some cheese. Uh, I guess probably they described that as a wrap <laughs> at do the you, time. Do you like make a cone for the, to, yeah, to yeah. that's the all you, you make a cone and you tape a needle to it and then you sort of spin the record on a pencil and hold the needle. And it's really difficult. It's, it's yeah, a that big sounds thing. really yeah. hard. Yeah. And probably tears the record up. Super too. variable speed. Yeah. It's probably not. Uh, huh? Yeah. Uh, man egg says, I was wondering if we are ever going to have throwable <laughs> eggs like, uh, like mayonnaise, like bricks or pies, but messier. Uh, do you think you could make mayonnaise out of man eggs? <laughs> man mayonnaise. Do you think? Do you think you should maybe just make a multi that's man brick instead? <laughs> yeah, maybe you should. <laughs> then you'd be happy. Kazoof says, "I can have toast." Uh, sure. Green King 01 says, Bounty Hunter should flag whether you've done a bounty today instead of turned in one of today's bounties, possibly eliminating or disallowing the bounty you just turned in. <sighs> Yeah, there's some because the bounty hunter hunter was not designed to yeah. let you do another hunt after you'd turned one in. That code is a big fucking mess and it is not done the way that we would do it now that we have all of these new methodologies for doing things. Like it was it was sketchy at the time. Um and so yeah, there is some artifact of the kludge that allowed you to turn in one and still get one that day that if you if it's the same bounty you can't Right. And I don't know why that is. Uh, I mean, theoretically, it doesn't repeat bounties from day to day. So that, that affects you if you play fairly rarely, I'm guessing. And yeah, right now it just sucks. I don't know that I don't know that we're going to change that anytime soon. I mean, and it wouldn't even necessarily like I don't know that it ever picks the same bounties twice in a row. That's I what I'm saying. It, so like if you played, if you come back the next day, 
you're probably not going to encounter that. But it's if you come back like three or four days later, yeah. you, there's a chance that you're going to be screwed. Right. But if you're playing every day, you're doing a bounty every day. So you're not right. going to you're not going to run into it if you're playing the way you used to. Uh, Mizem says, love the Haunted Sorority House. All the clan hopping and making new friends to fang with and mass fanging each other. Good times. <sighs> now that it's closing for real, I was wondering if we might get an accomplishment line about how many different. Uh, what? How many different clans and or different houses we fanged in? All the information could be complied from, compiled from the basement logs and give recognition to the social aspect of the event. Maybe if you saw how many of us traveled all over the kingdom during this event, you would be inspired to give us reasons to do so again in the future. Um, you were already people were already being paid to do that though. I mean, there were there were plenty of incentives. You were either doing it out of philanthropic reasons or. I don't feel like people need additional incentives. He meant it would give us incentive to make content that allowed stuff like that in the in the oh, future, I mean, which we're, we're, we're all about that. Like about that. Yeah. that this one was, you know, I mean, especially knowing how, like, because this didn't consist of much, right? Like, it wasn't very hard to do this, and people loved it. So, like, things, I we sometimes lose sight of just because something seems like old hat or simple to us doesn't mean that it's not going to be enjoyable. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean there, there are a couple of, there are a couple of like important elements, right? There's like a funny or, or at least reasonably funny name generator that helps a lot that keeps it, that keeps it relatively fresh without it being a lot of content um, for us to create. And then, you know, some cool drops and, you know, one or two sort of interesting mechanics that sort of keep people playing for a little while, right? Like it doesn't have to be a lot of stuff, but it's, <clears throat> you know, the skeleton invasion stuff was was cool and that also was not a ton of work yeah you know i mean can't do shit like that all the time though sure sure i think there's probably some sweet spot that's more often than we you know i mean it's like there's probably some sweet spot for like blizzard to release expansions to wow right people wouldn't want a new expansion every month even though the hardest core people are done with it every month right i don't think people would want a new there to always be a current temporary clan dungeon going in KOL. Like, I don't think we'd want to make it into a game where that was our content updates. Um, you know, but I think they want more than there are now two a year. Yeah. And then a couple world events, 10 world events. Yeah. Um, Blibbler says, I have recently gotten back into playing KOL on a regular basis, and I've been looking into doing some old content I had not had the time for before. I spent some time down the slime tube and found it incredibly fiddly. I have an old <coughs> excuse me, I have an old character with most of the items of the month and enough meat to buy anything reasonable. I eat almost anything but ultra rares, but even so I can't reach enough monster level to access even the first caustic slime nodule. To even get close requires more adventure juggling and frustration than I can bother with. Recently, you talked about wanting to make the game more accessible and lamented people who insist on stabbing themselves in the face for 11 points instead of fucking the prom queen for 10, but some significant parts of the game seem to require it. I know this sounds like I'm just whining for not being able to win at the slime tube, but it's disappointing that even two and a half years after this was first released, it's still frustrating to play. Never played WoW, but I understand as the level cap increases with expansion sets, old content that used to be difficult becomes available to more casual players. Anyway, I uh, really enjoyed the haunted house and have enjoyed lots of the other new content. P.S. Sorry for the overlong message. No, it's okay. So here's one. one the, I mean, the major problem with that is that you're trying to do it alone from first principles right that that is that is the entirety of your issue right there there are a bunch of tools that you cannot possibly have access to because you haven't done it before that are out there in the wild that people other people could help you with and make it much much easier the other thing is you can't i mean you can't really compare it to wow because with kol everyone 
a given character is playing through the same content over and over again, right? Yeah. So it doesn't, mm-hmm. we can't make things easier just by making the numbers bigger or smaller because that's not like, it, it, I, I mean, we can, I guess, but things that are interesting can't work like that. Um, it is significantly easier to get the monster level thresholds that we, yeah, like we've we, added, we've added at least, you know, a hundred 100 200 sort of monster levels since that came out yeah i mean there might be some extremely tight there might be some sources of additional monster level that you're not aware of that have been introduced in the meantime um that said it's still going to be tricky i mean it's like like i remember when i put those put that together the dev team was yelling at me like they were angry because they did not think it was possible yeah they thought it was impossible and i was like trust me guys this is not going to be that bad. You know, it's going to be really hard for a couple people at first, but then they're going to be able to, like, as soon as it sort of that wave breaks, it's going to become easier and easier for more and more people to do this. And sure enough, like, that's how it played out. It was, like, really people, hard but doable. You know, people complain about how fiddly it is, and it is pretty fiddly. To get the, to get the really high-end speed results, yeah. Yeah. But it's also much fewer turns than... Yeah than other stuff. I mean, I think the bigger complaint that people have, the one that is worth listening to, is that it just really encourages automation of it because sure. it's so fiddly. And, and yeah, you know, it's it's okay that it's like that. This thing doesn't need to be changed. We just need to learn the lessons from it and, yeah. and you know, maybe not do something like that again. Uh, Von Guth says, from account, you have seven quantities of spice melange. Really? Quantities? That's all you could come up with for an item like that? <laughs> How about nosefuls instead? It'd be noses full. You know, like you have hands full of... I ate three hands full of jelly beans. Where'd you get a third hand? Um, JB77 says, Any plans for a quest in Little Canada? Also, the Scarecrow is nice. Um, <laughs> There's yeah. a fully written quest. Yeah, that is that is now a super timely, scathing critique of 2005-era World of Warcraft. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it is. <laughs> no, but it's... I mean, it's a scathing critique of escort quests in general, which are... Which no one knows what they are anymore. That's not even true. There's, no, there's, there's never people been, there's, are people still revile escort quests. It is no, they don't. It is literally impossible to <laughs> encounter an escort quest in any any form, any game now, anywhere. It they it they choked escort quests Have choked you, are there on any their escort own escort quests feces. in Skyrim that you've encountered. No. Uh, only if you count having to if you acquire a companion having to very carefully shepherd them to make sure that they don't get lost and stop following you when you fast travel okay um i had a thing where they were like hey we've gathered a mob of townspeople to go with you to kill this vampire and i was like uh okay and they were like lead us to the vampire and so i went to where i walked to where the vampire cave was and i turned around and i was like huh i don't know where those guys went so then i went in and i killed the vampire and then i came out and they were like all standing around the outside of the cave, and you're like, "Yeah, let's go kill a vampire." <laughs> like, Fuck you guys, guys, you missed it. Sorry. <laughs> um, Did you? So you've never actually seen the vampire and the tan- townsfolk at the same oh, time? No, I haven't. <laughs> I killed them, and they were resurrected. Okay, so maybe the vampire killed the townsfolk while they were on their way to the vampire lair, right. and then when I killed the vampire, they resurrected as clones of the townsfolk. Fuck, man, I would not want to live in that town from now on. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, Gullwacker says, was digging through my clan's archives, found a good question from a clanmate. Why is it that when I get the jump on a Goomba, I don't automatically win the fight? (laughs) A silly comment (laughs) for you guys. Uh, Unfortunately, the option to flood the entire hedge maze with Tabasco sauce and surf the wave to the exit has not yet been implemented. Well, you'd still, 
it would need channels to flow down, right? Like you'd have to have solved the the maze. That's true. Burrow says, "Hey, what's up?" Colon D. That's a big grin. Oh. <laughs> Colon D right back at you, buddy. Kaboka <clears throat> says, I had the, uh, I'm, I'm interrupting you here. But I had the opportunity to text message with your uh, your girlfriend a couple times, and uh, she puts mustaches on our smiley faces. Yeah. Yes, she does that in KOL chat, uh, too. That's super cute. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, question for the radio show, wrote Kabobka. Jick and company, can you guys add a buy multiple button to Ye Wizard Shack Game Shop cashier? Yeah, I knew people were going to be asking for that. It was just like, I really liked the way the interface looked with just the one button inside of it. <laughs> You should read. Uh, you should read some articles about uh, Steve Jobs and how he just yelled at people. Yeah, <laughs> when they would make interfaces and make them redo it like twenty times. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I should start doing that. Yeah, yeah. The that thing that C.D. Moyer linked to, where creative projects he thought of as like putting rocks in a in a rock tumbler, yep. and they beat against each other until everything is smooth and pretty, and that's how us having arguments at work result <laughs> in a better product. Oh, I thought it just made us smooth and pretty. Yeah, it just makes us smooth, <laughs> it makes us smooth and pretty. Yeah. Uh, so, we all... Uh, uh, your Christmas bonus this year is going to be replaced with a uh, gift certificate for a Brazilian wax. <laughs> cool. Um... Acolyte99 says, this must be asked often, yet nonetheless. Do you enjoy yourselves in a similar fashion as when you started? Has your initiative acquiesced to satisfying the demands of the player base? Huh. Um, no. Uh, well, I mean, no, it hasn't, and yes, I do, I think. I like working on I like working on video games. Yeah. I'm still having fun. I mean, it didn't get, like... It's never gotten so so much oppressive that we, like, gave up, right? Like... Like there yeah, are moments when you're but, when but you were, rail against the But there were moments in the beginning where it's like, you know, fuck, I don't want to do this. It's like any any creative project, there are parts of it that are just like agonizing, grueling work, right? And like that doesn't that hasn't changed over the course of it. I remember I remember uh convincing you at like late one night to do all the uh the tiny plastics. Yeah. The first batch of tiny plastics. And that yeah. was just like a bunch of work. Yeah. So for like four hours in the middle of the fucking night and I'm super drunk. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right. Uh, Eater of Sorrow says, Jick, how happy are you that you get to pull the plug on the Hanna's sorority house tonight? Can we roast marshmallows on the flames as it burns to the ground? Yes. A Linguini lad says, hey, Jick, you should tell Pezboy that next time he goes to Columbus, he should grow his beard out so he can enter that <laughs> beard competition that was going on at the same time. Uh, <clears throat> Darzel asks why I keep talking about days of sex mocking, huh? Uh, Ligario says, when is KOL getting SSL? IDK, LOL. <laughs> uh, come on. Is that, is that working at all? Um, D. It, what, what? Colon D. <laughs> it would be. Uh, so here's the, here's the, the issue. Um, we want to put, so we don't want to create problems for ourselves down the road by running the entire thing in SSL, right? So, so ideally, we would have just logging in in SSL and changing your password in SSL. Um, anything that would actually be valuable to somebody to snoop, have that be covered by the SSL. But we're not sure whether switching back and forth midstream is going to create like pop-ups that are like, oh, this site is trying to redirect you to another site. Like, that may not happen anymore, and we may be able to avoid that, but we need to have SSL turned on on dev first so that we can experiment with it and see. I see. Um, and the, it was one of those cases where it was like, oh, well, let's just ask Jeff to do that. And then we asked Jeff to do that. He was like, you, 
what? You can't, <laughs> I don't even, what? <laughs> and this is just something weird. Huh. Like, I, I don't, it's, it's like, it, every time you butt up against the fact that like, Unix administrator guys just live in a completely different world than people who aren't Unix administrator well, guys on the planet Unix. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's weird. That yeah, it would so be, I don't know. It would be that tricky. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what it is that's that's tricky about it. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. I mean, <clears throat> what what is preventing you from doing the entire game in SSL? Uh, nothing. It would work. It's just that it like. It's a major performance hit from what I understand. Well, it can be, right? Like the 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 new front end web server can probably handle it, but we don't know if it can handle it with say twice the traffic. Like we don't know if it can handle right. it during Crimbo, for instance, and we don't want like it's it, it is a thing that might result in future performance problems, and so we don't want to start like we don't want to do it unnecessarily, right? Even though it would be fine. The game would perform fine if we did everything in SSL now, but it might cause problems in the future right, right. with performance and so we just are trying to avoid it if we can we might not be able to I mean that might end up being the solution right but probably not as long as as long as we can make sure that people aren't going to get like weird confusing security warnings um, sure then then it's going to be fine um, infested jerk says any chance of discoveries utilizing the still for super cock drinks it's eh, rough um, I appreciate, says ACM, the irony of a new challenge bath called Trendy that has familiar missing art icon. Um, I might have forgotten to, I drew it, I might have forgotten to yeah, actually it. give Chris the icon for that. Uh, Evangelion Q says, can you set the mystical bookshelf so the Tome of Clipart is alphabetically sorted above the Tome of Sugar Summoning and Scratch and Sniff Tome? Sure. Yeah, I feel like nobody would complain about that. We alphabetize them, and we put the only one that anybody uses anymore on the top. I People think use the other ones a little bit. Maybe. You don't know. I, there was a discussion about it, which I read, when they said that they use the other ones. So. Fine. Zim 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 says, Dungeon Idea, some kind of evil kitchen. Hot slash stinky damage type, lots of consumables. Uh, Harag says, there was an event on 11-11-11. Damn, the only day I didn't log in, being too busy, and I missed the special stuff. I feel bad. Uh, yeah, sorry, buddy. I set reminders to myself to log in to uh, the Master Theorem on the days that you get extra points for logging in. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because there's like a bunch of seals that are log in on this day. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but I mean, you don't know, like... You, you know in advance when they happen. Right, but with this, you, yeah. with this, you wouldn't have. Well, I mean, I, like, sure, but it's 11, 11, 11. I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. Sure. Hey, that was all the radio bugbear questions. We're also going to have one on 232323. Okay. <laughs> um, Wax says, okay, uh, fax machine and trendy runs. One, fax machines are like an old man thing. This isn't a question. Two, are you going to separate trendy runs by month? Being able to use the fax machine is a really huge advantage for pretty much everyone who uses them thanks to the Faxbot network. Uh, also, I love the idea that the hipster is no longer trendy, not even ironically. Yeah. Um, you know... Everybody is really worried about this fax machine thing, and we're just going to see how it plays out. Like, if if unassailable runs was get posted, to do new leaderboards every month. I don't know. We haven't decided yet. I mean, okay. we but, need like <clears throat> what we didn't want to do, or what I didn't want to do, was do a bunch of work in anticipation of problems that might never materialize. Okay. Right, and so 
if this is a genuine thing that people are people are gonna you know that's gonna that's gonna result in a worse experience. I mean, I'm not even gonna say like if people bitch about it because people bitching about it is not the important thing. People having a bad experience is the important right, right. thing. You know, then we'll deal with it. We'll do we'll do whatever we have to do. You know, even if it is like a special event that runs for the rest of the challenge path season that just gives you whatever advantage you would have had from using the fax machine in the future. But then would you not be able to discard stuff from that until a year after that? Mm -hmm. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't do it as like items. I know. Right. I mean, it's like, uh, unnamed hobo says, So suddenly we have spoilers on every limited time item in the game, including recent ones as time goes on. We'll now have access to information about what we missed and perhaps where. This might be a bit disconcerting, especially for holidays and world events. Thoughts? Yeah, we addressed that because as it stands right now, the way that that report works is if we on December 1st, like mark, you know, the first week's worth of Crimbo stuff public, then suddenly all of it shows up in that list. I think what we decided to do is not have it show up for the first three months of its existence or something. Uh, is it three? It, it's only show things that are that are more than nine months old. Oh, the, in that in that list. Okay, like that list only goes up to things that will expire in the next three months. Oh, that so will it's so it is it is always okay. a ways behind. And you'll always and we, it, with that we need to be able to make it so you can look at an item or look at a skill and if it has an expiry it'll tell you that it has an expiry just so that there's not any question about whether it's going to be available or not. But like basically have that report show you everything that is relevant to you doing a run right now, but not spoil a bunch of stuff. Um, it did that list did result in the discovery of an item that was like spindled Forgotten. and coded and written and just we forgot to put it on a monster. Uh, we cool. forgot to put it on as a drop in a monster. And yeah, and it's like I in that case, like I don't mind. I don't mind that that became a tool for spoiling what? undiscovered content. What was it? Um, people people were talking about it. Uh, I don't want to say where it goes because then there's no thrill of discovery. Um, Did you put it on? I didn't. Okay, I, I'm probably not going to. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> the dog delusion says, "Hey guys, one, have you ever played Dwarf Fortress? If yes, what are your thoughts? If no, why the fuck not?" Uh, yeah, I Riff says yes. Some, what are your thoughts? Um, it was pretty compelling, but too micromanagey. I tried to open the door to the Dwarf Fortress, but there was a butterfly in the way. <laughs> so yeah, um, I I just have no I have no patience for a learning curve like that. Yeah, like maybe if it is a thing that I had discovered really when I was like steep. fourteen, and there weren't a th- like literally a hundred thousand other easier games that I yeah. could play at a moment's notice. Yeah. Uh, then it would then it would have been a different story. The interface is really rough. You know, I don't know that like starting from zero, I would pick up and enjoy NetHack now, whereas I would still play it and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I want a game that's like Dwarf Fortress, but like I don't know, maybe you're just like a dude running around and you can give you know, like like I don't. That's kind of what I thought Terraria was going to be. Just just in the abstract, when it was first described to me, it was like. You you are a guy in a world, but then it's like a bunch of stuff that's like going on autonomously. There aren't a lot. There's not really a but lot of isn't. autonomous yeah, systems yeah. I, going I, I on. And I mean, like in you know Minecraft, there's not a lot going on in the world. Like mm-hmm. I like the idea of a of a a world with a bunch of interacting systems in it, but I don't like I mean, the I like idea of like a farm. sort of a god mode. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure that somebody could make a game that was similar to to Dwarf Fortress and had all of the cool shit that happens to people in Dwarf Fortress, but is not just incomprehensible. I liked hearing the yeah. stories about stuff that goes horribly wrong in yeah, Dwarf Fortress. Yeah. Like, yeah. Th- that's really cool. 
the dog delusion says two i really liked what you said about having item descriptions pop up in a separate pane such as above the chat can you please do that yeah we were talking about that. somebody was talking about how the pop-ups uh for items and i i just you know in a in like a cursory overview was like well what if that popped up in a little ajax thing on top of the chat on the top part of the chat pane and then you could just close it so it no longer has these pop-up windows you couldn't look at more than one thing at a time i mean i guess we could make it so you could control click and open it in a new window or something but um yeah i don't know i mean i'm so used to it that it's not that big of a deal but i can definitely feel for somebody who comes back after a few months and like oh what are all these items and then they have to open up a separate window for each of a thousand items in their inventory or whatever you know, whereas being able to just click on one, read it, click on one, read it, click on one, read it without having to switch between tab between tabs of the browser would be great, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I like it would be trivial to implement that, right? It just there's a div, right? That. So yeah, I don't know. Scully kind of poo pooed it right away. Scully fears change. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, I'd have to see it before I could. Yeah past judgment on it yeah because I, I had mentioned that i really like it in metroplexity because that's how it works in metroplexity and i don't know if there's ever anything else that you use i can't remember if metroplexity has a chat or not it clearly didn't make much of an impression on me if it, if it did but uh it, the, you know just having them ideally you mouse over it and it pops the description up but that's technically challenging in a in a rough way just the way our inventory works doesn't lend itself to that really yeah it's, I mean, the page, it either has to load it in line, which takes a little while, and then you need a delay on the pop-up oh, because otherwise you're, otherwise you're generating, every time you sweep your mouse across your inventory, you're potentially generating 30 right, right, you know, right. requests for that page. For and, like, and you know the pop-ups are going to get in the way of the links for actually doing stuff with the items. It's fine if items are only clickable. Right, like the only way that you can interact with an item is by clicking its icon. It's fine because the pop up is never in the way of that. But mm-hmm. like, it, you know, it's just it's 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 challenging, and I'm not sure. saying there's not a better way to do it, but I mean, it's not. It's also not that big of a deal. Um, Jack Attack says, in regards to trendy runs and the availability of certain familiars, it seems that the path is permitting the Piano Cat and Hedgehog to be used. As there is no functional difference with older versions, could you please allow all prior Mr. Store Volleycons and Fairycons into the trendy path as well? <sighs> While I understand why you want this, and it it is easy for me to see how somebody would construe this as a dick move to say no to that I it is more important to me that the narrative consistency be consistent yeah. mm-hmm. not even narrative consistency but just logical just, consistency yeah, mechanical consistency right I mean that was my my argument with my my initial argument with with uh, Chris about whether or not to include other stuff besides Mr. Store items was that it was very critical to me that there be an 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 unambiguous rule that you follow to determine whether an item is available or not because if not then we spend the rest of our lives just having arguments with people about whether or not an item should be allowed in or not and so what i don't want is say well you know you've made a new item that's like white out but you know so now you should make it so you can also pull white out and use it because i've already got a bunch of of those and so you're just making me farm this new thing and in this case it's like you're making me buy this new thing which is a little annoying um those familiars you know I, like 
we didn't we like it's you know it's November we didn't put new ones in in October those yeah, guys are not, going like, away those guys are gone like the, the those are those will not be perpetually available basic familiar functionalities i mean it is entirely possible that mr store familiars in the future will be like volleycon base or mm-hmm. whatever right yes yeah and and you know volleycon plus some flavor or volleycon plus some some whatever because that's a lot more of a one mr a kind of thing now in this age of in this age of power inflation yeah you know so i could imagine doing an item of the month you know next year sometime that was that was a bitten plus plus some fiddly ascension uh, (laughs) optimal thing and then some flavor (laughs) right i guess yeah i am a prick Currently in Clan Dungeons, says Bumcheek City, you can distribute loot if either of the two is true. Uh, A, you are the person who killed the boss. B, you are an administrator of the dungeon. I'm happy with, and I see why this is the default behavior. Could we get an option to change it so only administrators can distribute loot? That would be awesome. Uh... Also, I imagine C.D. Moyer has a list of shit to do as long as his arm. Are you up for volunteers to help any low-priority issues that the game has? No. I'm not at all interested in managing a team of volunteer coders yeah i mean it's hard you have a hard enough time fathoming the code of one prior programmer and one current programmer that is not your own and like having just a bunch of random people write snippets would drive you crazy yeah i mean it's not as bad as i say it is i'm mostly it's just a funny thing to say but there there are a large number of things that i'm like oh i'll just go in and fix this and then i'm like ah, you know what like I decided to commit, so I decided to, to commit five minutes to fix this, and this is not a five minute fix. This is an hour fix because it's for like you. learn. Yeah, yeah, but it would be a five minute fix for CD Moyer. So so whatever. And I just don't, you know. I I appreciate when we talk about not having not having the time to do stuff. A lot of people volunteer manpower, and it, it is not necessarily the case that manpower is equivalent to time in these situations and so i very much appreciate the the offers of this assistance but i also that kind of you know there there are certain kinds of work that i'm not comfortable having people do if they're not being paid right like because there's jobs yeah (laughs) there's a there's a level of accountability that needs to be maintained for critical access situations that i'm just not you know no matter how much i trust a volunteer i can't like just as as an institution, I can't let that kind of thing happen, right? I, I need for there to be a layer of responsibility, and employment is such a layer of responsibility, right? Like the employee-employer bond as opposed to the guy-guy bond. Um, as far as the only administrators distributing loot, like I... This is one of those things where I think I'm going to I'm going to cop out and say like, "No, you know, if you want somebody in there killing the boss, but you don't want that person to be able to determine who gets the stuff the boss dropped, that is just, that's a social problem and you're going to have to solve that through social means. We can't write a we can't write a system. I mean, in the sense that people hire boss killers sometimes, I can definitely see why people would want it the other way around, but Right, but I mean, one of the things about being a hireable boss killer has got to be a reputation as a guy who's not going to fuck things up, right? right. Yeah. So, it, like it, you know, who's to say that that guy's actually going to kill the boss once you've given him the money? Right. Whatever. Like, and you know, maybe you arrange it so you don't pay him until afterwards. And if he fucks you over on the loot, don't pay him. You know? So then it's like, oh, oh, well, I guess we learned better and we won't call that guy next time. And everyone has learned something. 
Uh, Cat Aldo says, in making Trendy, did you need to block every unusable item individually, or was there a way to add all slash some of them to the list by their attributes? I don't know. Chris did it all. I think a lot of them he just did by hand. He, I mean, he went through and did swaths of items in a particular region. Yeah, he probably wrote it. He probably wrote a script where he could type a date and then a range of item IDs. Yeah. And then... And then did that, like, half by hand, half automated. I mean, that's how I would do it. It would be way faster to spend, you know, 10 minutes writing a writing a little script to do that. It is daunting to go through 5,000 items, though, and mark. Yep. Start look, I mean, I mean, looking even at them like, for... Even, like, going through all the monsters is getting to be really... Like, there's a lot I've, of shit. I have read through them twice in the past six months, just from, from beginning to end, looking for stuff. And it's yeah. it's not bad. It's, like, an hour and a half, yeah. probably. Yeah. But, yeah, but it's, items yeah. is items is crazy six or seven times that many at this point. Uh, Meaty Donut says the trendy path forbids use of all skills, items, and familiars that are no longer in style, but it does not reward use of the brand spanking new. Is this intentional? Some kind of beneficial counter similar to Clownosity that increments whenever a newly released item is equipped would add extra strategy and strengthen the theme of the path. This path is not about theme. This path is about mechanics, and so it, yeah. it's you know the reason that there was no flavor added to this path was because there was no time for flavor and there was no intent to to have this it is, be flavor. This is likely going to be the November challenge or the the style of the November challenge. Yeah, the, the sort of winter forward. the winter rubric. Something that doesn't interfere with Crimbo. Um that is a tool primarily for future like player competitions, right? Like there have been competitions of this style in the past but they had to be sort of like honor system you know judged by the honor system and now it is just a tool that anybody will be able to say okay we're gonna have a we're gonna have a trendy competition and so you know it's a it's much more open to new players because the the old guard does not have as much of an advantage so that's that's that is the primary purpose of of this thing I think in the long term. Yeah. Chilled says, uh, first he said, if I haven't edited a question in here, ignore this. And then I reloaded and he had edited a question. And uh, what are your favorite jokes slash references slash puns in the game? I always come back to the he boulders in combat messages as a thing that had me racked with giggles early in my time in the game. Also, do you miss anything about doing the show live? I quite miss the possibility of Jit getting hammered beforehand and throwing the show <laughs> off the rails with hilarious consequences. No more days of wine and masturbating to World of Warcraft concept art, I fear. No, there is no... There is not. I mean, so these shows we've started doing early enough in the day that I'm not really comfortable drinking before. Yeah, you don't them. drink at all now before these shows. Not before this one. Yeah. I sometimes drink on the Monday. Like in the Monday show, even doing the Monday show live, I we like always go out to dinner. Like I've become a creature of habit and that habit doesn't allow for a lot of spontaneous, crazy drunk get. Um, <laughs> is, that a, is that a Unix command? <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a variable number of margaritas to be had before video games hot dog. Yeah, it's between one and three. Um, I you always drink. You always drink during video games hot dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've also been trying to trying to drink a little less as my as I get older and my hangovers get worse and worse. I I've been trying to keep a little bit of a reasonable cap on it so that I don't just like lose productive days to having horrible sinus headaches. I I, uh, I need to get that surgery so that hangovers no longer give me a science science headache. <laughs> <laughs> huh. It's the it's the ethanol. I brought home an entire uh, pitcher of not home. I brought from the wedding. I brought a uh, a pitcher of sangria back to my hotel room, uh, and did not 
make it through like even a third of it before I gave up and went to sleep. Sangria, man. Red wine. Yeah, but if that's all you drink, it's not as bad. Yeah, isn't it? <clears throat> and you get that, you get a little more hydration because of all the fruit juice and all the fruit oh, in it. Okay. <laughs> It's yeah. like saying if you drink vodka, you get hydration because of the water that's in the vodka. So. No, no, no. But if you mix, if you do vodka and soda, you're getting hydration. Sure. Okay. Fair enough. If you drink time. vodka and an entire glass of water, it's like drinking a vodka and then an entire glass of water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is. I used to, I used to do that whenever I was, uh, whenever I was first learning to drink, I would frequently like, I would have a drink and then I would pour like a giant, like I, at the time, a large soda, like one of those plastic souvenir cups like you yeah, get yeah. like a movie theater souvenir cup size i'd fill that with ice water and like you know i'm gonna drink this but then i'd be like ah eh. and then i would just pour some vodka into the giant glass of water like <laughs> not quite enough that i could taste it really but uh, <coughs> yeah. huh people used to make fun of me for drinking a lot of vodka and mountain dew while i was huh. there too but like what wasn't like, mountain dew developed as a mixer for for whiskey it was whiskey? So, yeah really? it was supposed to be yeah because mountain dew is a slang term for moonshine huh. and so the, it was it was devised as a thing to like compete with like coke in a jack and coke sense oh, weird. but then nobody drank it that way it was, have you ever tried it i haven't Maybe you should try that Maybe. on Advice Hot Dog. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Uh, it seems like it would be pretty bad. Yeah. I had I had a, at a party we went to recently. I had a fairly awful cocktail that I mixed myself that was – I intended to make a gin and tonic, but the tonic water was not on the same counter as the rest of the – booze and mixers it was on a different counter across the kitchen so and, and that was too did much not, work yeah well and i oh no because i i didn't see that see. that it existed so i assumed that there was no tonic water so what was in front of me was a bottle a uh, a two liter of diet squirt so i made a gin and diet squirt which because of the opaque plastic cup turned out to have about three times as much gin as i normally put into something <laughs> So uh, I got really drunk drinking something that was absolutely terrible. Wow, that sounds awful. I got really drunk, though, so it was... uh, It served its purpose. Yeah, Yeah, you were jolly. I was... (laughs) And in a suit. I I bet my face was red as a beet. Uh, Ultimate Chaos says, What part of Thanksgiving dinner do you cook for yourselves, and what do you buy? Favorite Thanksgiving food? I will often make a a cranberry sauce now, Mm. Um, but everything else my mom makes. We've we've deep-fried some turkeys. Yeah. That's pretty good. I like a cherry pie. I have a good cherry pie recipe. Oh yeah. I never really bake anything. I I like to bake. Yeah. I haven't I haven't baked a whole lot lately. I like to get baked. <laughs> pay order a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> pay, pay pizza with those purple hairs all over it. <laughs> yeah. The visible THC crystals, visible pepperoni crystals on the crust. <laughs> um, a few questions, says Apple Hat. Do you foresee having uh, problems having to come up with challenge paths every quarter in the long run, such as design space running out? I don't, uh, because one thing that I'm going to develop and be able to go back to is just the this is a new class challenge path, which will just be like making a set of skills that are comparable to, say, all of the skills in the game. Um, so that it will be interesting to, to play through. Do you then not get access to any of your other skills? I would say yes, you do not get access to any of your other skills okay. in, in that one, which is a little weird, I guess, for people if, because it kind of becomes like playing hardcore. A little bit. You know, but I, I also like the idea of being able to like perm those skills for those kind of runs. 
right? So you have them all to start with. Yeah, but, that's, that's kind of neat. Like just being able to do things like, okay, so these are skills that don't use mana. These are skills that use a different kind of thing that you can only get from a handful of consumables that we scatter mm -hmm. throughout the world or whatever. Right. Right. Like, I, like, I really the, like the idea I came up with for a theme around that sort of for the Halloween. Yeah. So do I. That was why, that was why, um, we went from this thing being October's item of the month to this thing being a really, I think going to be awesome future challenge path. Um, I have no, I have no, I am never worried about us not being able to come up with an idea for something, right? Like, because we can always just do a flavorful challenge path. They might, they don't, there's no pressure on us like there is with an item of the month for this to be a thing that compares and is simultaneously usable with everything else that we've ever done. Yeah. You know? And so it's just fun, right? Like it's, and it's, you know, it's sometimes like, fuck, I don't want to do this, but like, it's never like, fuck, I have no idea what I'm going to do. Because we can always just come up with something quick and yeah, we've we had we had a challenge path that didn't have a lot of traction and scrapped it and came up with something else. Yeah, and that would like five days. I think five, like I made the final decision like five days before fist rolled, mm -hmm. and we just did it right. And as you know, it was popular. Like it was probably too prop popular. It's probably too popular. Broken and just every hardcore run from now on is going to be a fist run. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, Trencor had a higher impact on more skilled and experienced players while being arguably less favorable than the previous two challenge paths, uh, e.g. NPCs respecting your vow of poverty, bees attempting to kill you. Could future challenge paths have equal or more emphasis on flavor or on favor as well as game mechanics? I mean, they're going to vary, right? Like, yeah. they're going to be... Keep in mind, <clears throat> keep in mind, and I, I'm, I'm surprised at the reaction to this, right? There were so many people saying, like, oh, fuck, if they do type 2, that's going to suck. And then it came out and everybody's like, oh, okay, whatever, that's cool. Uh, it's not for me, but you can you can deal with it. It's been like a an unusually measured reaction for <laughs> for the forums. I was not worried. Yeah, know. I was not worried. Sure. I mean, I should have listened to you, I guess. But uh, you know, the the argument that I was holding in check was like, keep in mind that the things that these are these paths are competing with are things like you can't eat. You know, like yeah. that's that's how cool the first path was. <laughs> and uh, you know, what are you gonna do to you know what are you gonna do to make up for that disadvantage? Nothing. <laughs> um, you get some cool rewards at the end. Play Havoc says, "Can I work for you? I am looking for work." No. Chal says, "How hard is it for you guys to give up on something you've been working on if it doesn't look like it can turn out the way you want it to?" I mean, it's it's not <sighs> not super hard. Depends. If you get invested in it, sometimes it can be tough. Yeah, I mean, I guess it costs you some soul. It's not, it's not like, you know, technically difficult to do. It's like not doing something is real easy. <laughs> you just every time you go to do something, make sure it's not that. We have we have a tremendous number of like, in percent complete things that just have gotten yeah, pushed pushed by the wayside. But, but I mean, that's part of the process, right? Like it's yes. uh, you know, uh, you, I'm, you, I'm not I'm not I'm just lamenting the fact that like sometimes there are some cool ideas that. Sure. An extra, sure, sure. like just an extra, like solid idea would have saved or. Yeah, but I mean, that, but it didn't come, right? I mean, there, yeah. there are probably some really awesome chapters to books that you love that didn't make it into the book and you'd like to see them, but like the people writing it just didn't feel like, ah, that chapter wasn't going anywhere. Let's do something else, you know? Let's go ride I mean, bikes. You, you, you gotta. We need, we need, uh. You gotta thin the herd. We need books with like the. DVD extras. DVD extras, yeah. Cut scenes. Uh, Darge says two questions. One, would you consider making the download version of the comic book an item of the month? Why or why not? Uh, no, 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 yeah. not at all. Uh, because that's not a. It doesn't like 
oh, here, you can get this by paying more for it, and it's a thing that you buy in the game Kingdom of Loathing that has nothing to do with the game Kingdom, you know? Yeah, like, no. it doesn't actually do anything. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kren von Salzburg uh, will, I think, take this offline. Uh, he's talking about getting... Uh, do you guys do any kind of charting or visualizations internally? If so, there's anything you'd be able to start sharing for data wonks like me. Um... Yeah, I don't know. You know, we've made some data accessible for, like, academic purposes, but they, you know, it, it requires some some legitimacy or, like, a really good idea for us to open those gates up. Um, we don't do a lot of it. Then he continues, Many times you've lamented the to-do lists that just keep growing, which, as we all know, if left unchecked, will eventually fold in on themselves Tesseract-style, becoming to-do lists of to-do lists all the way down. One idea for tackling this is sometimes called Google time. Four hours a week that would be spent on whatever strikes one's fancy, or in this case, four hours a week that everyone's supposed to spend on the small shit. Seems a potential waste of time from the larger perspective, but from personal experience, there's nothing like watching those task lists shrink. Uh, the stuff may have been small and unimportant, but it was still tying up mental queue space, and then less stress leads to more productivity. Now I must return to my own task list before it gains sentience and eats me. So the problem here is that all all of our time is spent working on whatever we feel like working on, which is why a lot of the task lists get so big. The other problem is that we do the kind of work that recursively generates additional work, right? Every idea that we don't want to use for something, we think, oh, we should use this for something else. And then so we outline the skeleton of something and post it on a to-do list. We're like, this is something to finish coming up with later. <laughs> you know, it, it's, yeah, I, I don't know. I, like, I... I think that there just isn't any way to stop that from happening. It's just a matter of, like, you, you need to, or I need to just stop looking at these lists of things, right? Like, if I feel like I want to do something and then five years later I still haven't done it, like, eh, my, I, might, I must not have wanted to do it that bad, you know? Um, lots of Phil says, you cannot play pool while trendy, but you can be challenged at pool and win. Intentional? Unimportant? Outrageous? It's outrageous, like, hot stuff's room. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, that should be fixed. That should get fixed, I'm saying. Grimtooth says, why not combine challenge paths for a new challenge path? You know, we could do bees, fist, and trendy at once. You could even call it trendy bees fist you, courtesy of hardcore. <laughs> the challenge paths aren't mutually exclusive, are they? I imagine they all work in the same way, that teat, booze, oxy, do, and just oxy is a combination of the former two. That is not true. Yeah. Um, it, so, it would require... So right now, all of the stuff in the code is just like if path equals whatever. And so what we could do is make a function that was like on path and then store the path that you were on as a bit field instead of as just a number. And then we would be able to combine them if we wanted to. But, but there are going to be some, there are definitely going to arise some issues with that. Yeah, I mean, there, yeah. Will, there will certainly be cases where we, you couldn't arbitrarily combine them or you would just make it impossible to finish a run or whatever. And so yeah. I think, I think no. I, yeah, I can understand, you know, we're gonna, if yeah. you know we've got type two, and then later we do. Let's say you can only take five perm skills with you on this run. People are gonna be like, "Well, but I want to do a five perm skills and type two run," and we're just gonna say like, "Sorry, no." Also, lose some weight. <laughs> um, we just had to make it meaner. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Uh, Pokemon says uh, I mean we think of a couple Lego questions for you there are tons of Lego theme sets everything from Batman to Spider-Man to Star Wars Harry Potter and even stuff like Winnie the Pooh and Spongebob Squarepants so wow, uh, really? my question is what would you like to see turned into Lego or other building toy theme set mm. what do I aliens huh you know the some of the theme sets are really disappointing 
like really disappointing. Yeah, I don't really care for the Harry Potter ones. The yeah. the Indiana Jones ones are kind of okay. The thing that I like about the Star Wars ones is that they don't make custom pieces for it. All of the Star yeah. Wars sets are just made out of things that were Legos when we were kids. Yeah, and they do like they do ships which are sort of lend <clears throat> themselves extremely well to being made out of Legos, but that trying to make like the I mean, Winnie even the, the Pooh even stuff like a building, is just right? lame. The, the, the SpongeBob stuff was pretty. I've not know, seen the Sponge. Like, I didn't realize that that was a thing. There was something though that I really wanted to be Legos, and I don't Minecraft. Remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I thought of something the other day that I was like, ah, oh, God, I wish that I wish that they would license. I wish that Legos would license. This. You know, BattleTech, like functional, yeah. functional transforming mechs would be I'm not even transforming. Cool. I don't care about transforming mechs. I, like, uh, I just I want to make like a, a Jenner. What's the what's awesome. the what's the mech that I like? The Timberwolf. I think the Timberwolf is the one that I like. <laughs> um, it's it's chicken legged and it's got like a co- like a visible cockpit and it's got a missile rack on top and I think it has it has arms. It has two arms. Um, I think it's the Timber. I think the Timberwolf is the mech that I like. <laughs> Good. Now that we've straightened that out, yeah. it's really been bothering me. Uh, my second 40K question: K would be, Legos would be interesting. Uh, my second question is about those awesome life-size or larger Lego models that they make for promotions and stuff. If they were going to make one of those for KOL, what character or item should they make? Oh wow! Mm. Ninja Snowman. <laughs> Just uh, give me all the white Legos. Yeah. Uh, a Lego Sabretooth line might be cool. sure. You'd have to float there though. That'd be tricky. Uh, the Dog Delusion says, hey, over there in podcast slash radio land, right now, for a character that has every skill perm, there are only a handful of fundamental differences between what each class can do. Access to guild stuff, epic legendary weapons, different combat tactics. Did you plan it this way? Were you not expecting to have to deal with players who had so much crap permed? Have you put any thought into more stuff to differentiate the classes from each other, such as non-permable skills or access to dungeons meant for only one class or kind of class, like the Nemesis Island? Just curious. I'm going to go play now. I, you know, I like finding ways to further differentiate the classes, and I think given starting from scratch... I would have probably done a little more of that. Um, yeah, I mean, the game was not designed with ascension and class skill perming and stuff like that in mind yeah. early on. So classes were very different. Like, there was there was this kind of cool sense of, like, I need you to make some sauce so I can make some hell ramen, you know, and that, that has kind of gone away. Yeah, although there's, I feel like there's a little more of it <coughs> in the sea stuff unless can you also perm that stuff i don't even know like the tempuromancy and stuff yeah you don't have to be a i think you might have to be of the class to gather the reagents or something but well, I, could, I could be wrong that's effectively like i could be wrong i would hope that's what i did maybe i didn't though hey that's all the questions in this forum thread wow and i we're it's dinner late sweet and i'm cool. hungry and i'm sober yeah, I'm pretty. We gotta hungry. fix all kinds of those things. All right, stay tuned for uh, if you're listening live. Stay tuned for video games hot dog. If you're not listening live, download video games hot dog. All right. We love you, everyone. Have a great weekend, everyone. Good night.